All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Can you see it? Did you notice? Check when the puck comes right to Pedersen who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! Moments no. You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes beat reporter here. Like, I don't, I don't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted them in at Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go. Hello. 
Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation, brought to you by our friends over at Montana's. We talk about them, we talk about them every day, and the reason for that is because Montana's right now has debuted their comfort menu this week on January 17th, and they have all new daily deals for you to go check out. Oh, now what's your favorite daily deal, Chris? Because we're recording this on a Thursday, my Friday, but... What, what's your favorite deal? My favorite uh, daily deal is actually the half price wings, but uh, I don't know. I'm not one of. I don't know if I want to talk about wings on this show. I want to. I okay. So we're going to Montana's at some point. Yeah, uh, but it, my favorite like, thing on the comfort menu, though, yeah, is the uh, is the is the spin dip. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, and you know, there's smoky double beefcake, buttermilk fried chicken, spin dip, there like you is. said, pot roast soup, mac and cheese, chipotle firecracker burger, apple crisps, and a Molson Canadian. That's all on the comfort menu. I've seen okay. people as well, Montana's. If you're watching this, people are going because of us talking about it. They're there. I see people in the chat, people online. They've people been saying have been they've been going. Us, I know. Yeah, I know. It's good. I'm glad. So, okay, it's so- good stuff. Montana's is. It's like you go out to the Montana's restaurant. You get into good food. Look, look at all this food. It's good stuff, man. I tell you. I okay. So here, here's here's my thing. I really want to try the taco on Taco yeah, Tuesday. On Tuesdays, right. five dollars tacos, and we've talked about them before. Big meaty tacos with the purchase of any beverage all day long. Uh, Thursday and every day, there's drink deals uh, and specials. So be sure to go check it out. But you know what we never talk about is the Sunday. 15%, tell me about it. Fifteen percent off online orders. It's like listen, you lazy Sunday. Go we get, don't do shows. On get Sundays. them to cook for you. Yeah. Okay, uh, so yeah, be sure to go check out Montana's seven locations in BC. Uh, can I do this off memory? I wonder. I'm not looking. Okay, you tell me if I get it right. Fort St. John, Langley, Nanaimo, Victoria, Tawasin. Yep, two more. Fort St. John, Kelowna, Langley, Tawasin. Well, Kelowna, you, you missed that okay, one first. Kelowna's yep. So one last one. One last one. It's not a Soyuz. No. Uh, you might have actually just said it. Did I? Yeah. No. Starts with a P. Penticton? Nope. I don't think I... I definitely didn't say it then. It's two words. Starts with a P. Nope. It's okay. Prince George. Prince George. I didn't say I, it. I was going to say PG, but I feel like that's what people call Prince George, so I didn't want yeah, to yeah. get it too obvious. I, that that would have made it obvious. You're okay, yeah, close. I forgot Prince George, but you should not forget Prince George. No, don't Prince forget George. the Prince George. Uh, Good folks seven locations in BC for Montana, so be sure to go check them out. All right. We're hitting the ground running today. We will be joined on this episode by Abbotsford Canucks defenseman and HL All-Star, oh. Christian Willanen. Just everybody's asking me all day long on Twitter. All this, When's Willanen going to come up to the NHL? When's Willanen going to come up here? They're all saying it. They're saying it with the two different pronunciations. We'll cover how to pronounce his last name. There he is right there. Super Willanen. Should we get him to comment on the Super Willanen? We'll see. I don't know if he's going to be happy about this thing. But uh, he's going to join us here later on. One of the great um, conversations to have, if you don't know Christian Willanen's dad, Played in the NHL for a long time as well, Colorado Avalanche. Must have been a Stanley Cup winner. Now that I think about it, actually, I'm going to have to double check this. Uh, I'll start talking. Yeah, go ahead. Want. Go ahead. What else do we have today on the episode? Obviously, the black skate stuff. Yeah, I know the you skate get that. was freed tonight uh, in a 5 2 loss last against night. the Tampa Bay Lightning. Didn't I say that? Tonight, you said. Oh, yeah, I meant last night. Sorry. Last night, uh, 5 2 loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, the Canucks debut the skate to mixed reviews, I would mm. say. Like, some people really liked it. And Alex, I don't know if you can zoom in on this Photoshop here. And for those on the podcast, I apologize. But zoom in on uh, Elias Pettersson there because people were pointing out that the uh, the Photoshop work on this image was a little bit spotty. And I don't know if uh, if we can get it zoomed in on. But his neck in that photo, people... Uh, Whose neck? Elias Pettersson's neck. 
look at it like really oh. close up. It's uh, it looks not. Well, something looks a little bit off about it. It looks like they forgot the necks <laughs> of JT Miller and Bo Horvat and put them on Pedersen instead. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it, not his the neck's greatest. Very thin. No, I know that's. Uh, Anyways, yeah. I'm not gonna not gonna. Yeah, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to make jokes. Yeah, we're not right. He was really people. good to me yesterday when I talked to him. So I don't want to. make I was any talking jokes. about the graphic designer. I'm not making. Yeah, yeah. Let's be careful. I'm not talking about Petey here. It's not Petey's fault that his neck looks like no, that in no, that no. photo. That's not Petey's neck. That's not what his neck looks like. No, that's not what his neck looks like. No. Whoever did that. But yeah, that, that's the thing. You go, oh, I don't want to rag on Petey, but the graphic designer making, you know. Yeah, I'll give it to the graphic designer. Okay. I can deal with them on a daily yeah, basis. Yeah, cheap shot. Jeez. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway. Why are you going off here? Well, now I, now I can't even get back on track. Did you find out if Willian's dad won a Stanley Cup? He did, yeah. But it wasn't with the Avalanche like I thought. Okay. He only he only actually played one season with the Avalanche. He was with the Nordiques for a long time, but he won a Stanley Cup. I believe it was with the Devils. Right? Would that make sense? Yeah, well, I think they've won some cups before. Yeah, they've won some cups before, but uh, his dad had some good seasons. What does his dad play in the NHL? Let me double check this here. I know people uh, almost 700 games, 13 seasons. Wow. Interesting. But wait, well, Lane is ripping it up. One of the top scorers in the AHL, not only defenseman. Uh, but just scores in general, putting up a ton of points. He's he's a good, like I said, he's a great conversation too. So uh, we'll chat with him after after at about one fifteen. We'll stop by. Uh, excited for that one. Uh, we and were supposed also, to get Linus Carlson, but let me get the behind the scenes stuff. He's blown us off two weeks in a row. So we're gonna have a serious conversation with him next week, apparently. But uh, so I said, so you said next week, last week. You said this week, this week. When are we gonna talk to Linus Carlson? Sometime, sometime. He's a fun chat. We'd have some fun with them. I think we, we had some but fun now, on the Patreon today. Tell you what, he misses next week. It's going to go from a fun conversation to a very intense conversation. So next week, Linus Carlson. Otherwise, it's getting intense with him. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. We had a fu- we had some fun on the Patreon. Talked about why some okay, other get out of here. Alex. Some other guests haven't. Uh, that that's not even the worst photo. That's not even the bad one. <laughs> Whatever. Um, as Alex pulls up a photo of Tyler, see Myers. if you can get him from uh, last year's photo. Oh, jeez. Anyways, um, we did a good Patreon, patreoncom convo. Okay, let's stop scuttling along here. Like we're just. What's your word of the day? Oh, oh. wow, okay. it's a, I, this one. This I, one people might get. Last week, and somebody I missed it at the end of the show. I apologize. Last last show was underwhelm. I'm like, okay, this is pretty easy. We're talking about the Canucks here. Uh, underwhelm was my word of the day yesterday. Extremely easy. I fit it in three times yesterday in the show. <laughs> Commander Vanderjump in the chat said, better be nice to him or else he'll be Linus Snarlson. Okay. Or, I can, uh, uh, that's a ban. I'm getting a five minute ban, ban on that one. Ban, Yeah, I'm putting, I'm putting the Commander Vander in timeout oh, for that joke. Oh, ban, not ban. 300 second timeout for you, Commander wow, Vander in the chat. You, you cannot do that. And Ben Lipka jumped in the chat and said, his dad won the cup with the Avs in 96. Don't diss that team. There we go. Hey, sorry, Ben. Ben does a great job covering. I know he's Ben's here for the uh, the Willian conversation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, guy out there in Abbotsford, Ben. Let's go here. Canucks free the skate last night. Uh, mixed reviews, but I think the one thing that everybody can agree on is that the uh, pregame ceremony um, honoring Gino Ojic it was nice. You were in the building for that. What'd you think of it? Yeah, it was uh, it was done very very well. Uh, also, like just up in the press box, seeing. So many people, whether it be family members or friends of Gino, they were just, everybody was around there sharing conversations. Uh, saw his grandson, took the elevator up with him at one point, took the elevator with Cheech as well. Uh, just 
good vibes all around in the press box with like uh, with Gino's family being around, a lot of alumni. It's one of those nights where where you see the hockey community come together there. And I thought I thought the Canucks did a really good job of honoring him. And you could hear the the I guess you guys didn't hear any of it on the broadcast, but like the second both intermissions had a former teammate of his telling stories uh, about Gino, and some of them were hilarious. I know I think the one that's been out there quite a bit is when Gino was involved in the. Uh, skills competition for the Vancouver Canucks, and it was he was put into the hardest shot. So uh, a teammate of his sawed his stick, and then so he goes to shoot, his stick breaks. They sawed his second stick, which they gave to him. He went out and shot another <laughs> one, and then he's like, well, just give me some other random person's stick. So he goes and grabs another stick, but the guys on the ice knew about this as well, and they all had sawed sticks. <laughs> so even the one that Gino went to use <laughs> was also broken, so they broke, like, and they just said, like, it, it was worried because he always wanted to, because Gino was apparently a huge jokester from what the stories are yeah. being told about it. But you had never wanted to like take the joke too far because he's Gino, and we know what Gino <laughs> could do. He's capable of. of capable of for sure. So I think uh, it, it was just amazing to hear some stories yesterday and uh, talk to some of the family in the elevator on the stuff. And, and yeah, it was it was a good, uh, a great, great job by the Canucks. I thought it was going to be. It's always a difficult moment to pull off and have a good ceremony that runs like that. And I thought they really did a good job bringing in some former players, getting them to talk to the fans and everything. And uh, yeah, all in all, good night for that way to remember him. But still. Yeah, tough moment, and you could kind of hear that's kind of how all the conversations went. They all, all the conversations, they asked one of these former teammates of his about Gino that's like all oh, so exciting, so excited, all these fun stories, and then it's like, man, can't believe we lost him so young. And that's still kind of the, the way it comes out of here, but at least the memories that he created, you could hear throughout his teammates, and that was great to hear yesterday in the arena. Yeah, undoubtedly. And to switch gears here, a guy won a car. I saw this. In the, maybe, Alex, you might be able to see if you can find this on the uh, Canucks Twitter account. This guy won a car. Yeah. Toyota he did Camry. that thing where you shoot. You, it's the simple game where you shoot the puck from center ice into the tiny, what a lot of people believed isn't big enough to actually fit a puck in there. And he shot it right in there. Yeah. It was like, it was it's like the perfect size of a puck. Yeah. And like, he won a brand new like uh, Toyota hybrid car, which I tell you, nice looking little car, too. And he drove right off the ice with it. That's fantastic. It was my, unreal. My toxic trade is watching that and being like, I could do that. I won that when I was not a car, but when I was about 10 years old, I was at an Animal Clippers game and I won a, I think it was three or $500 of little Caesars from, from half from, ice. Yeah. But there was three, there was three holes. One was like a thousand in the middle. Half ice, center yeah. ice. Sorry. One was like a thousand in the middle and there was two on each side. I hit the one on the side that was a little Caesars one. Okay. And I tell you, a little 10 year old me with a 500 or three, whatever <laughs> it was, they were only $5 pizzas back in the day. And I put that thing to work. My school was right across the street from a little Caesars. I, I blew that thing up. That was great. That's fantastic. Yeah. But this guy got a car. It was pretty incredible. Yeah. And congrats to that guy. For yeah. Getting a car. A couple little comments out here from, uh, Okay, Knucklehead might be getting a ban too. That joke was a minus. Carl City says, "Okay, <laughs> I'm going to start using the ban thing more often in here." Commander Vanders, I think, still in the five minute ban. I feel bad. Don't ban I know, people I gotta, that willingly I think I talk in our it. chat. I think I can undo it. Okay, did you undo Commander Vanders? I, I don't know. Band? I'm sorry, Commander Vander. I got you in here for three hundred. I can't. I don't know how to undo this. Um, okay, can I quickly before we get to Lillian sure. in about four minutes here? I I just wanted to talk about this because you know. There's all these people, you know, and I'm not trying to call anybody specific out, but all these people, and I understand the season's gone poorly, and you 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 want to complain about everything, sure, right? Like I get it, and I I understand people can have opinions about the jersey. I'm not saying don't have opinions about the jerseys, blah blah blah. What I'm saying is, 
the people that have been clamoring for free the skate, free the skate, like the skate jersey, this should be the jersey they go to, blah, 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 blah. Hmm. Get this out there. These same people that have been whining to get the skate back are like, oh, well, the Canucks are just using this as a money grab. The store is, is littered with skate gear. This is so stupid. Like, they're, you know, what did you think they were going to do? Like, what did you think they were going to do when they remade this jersey? And I understand some people might have the argument, well, they shouldn't have remade the jersey. I'm willing to listen to that. But even if they didn't, you don't think they'd have a whole new line of hats, uh, bags, all this stuff that we're seeing? Like, the people that are so... They just... Anything that this team does... They have to criticize, and I, I get it. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to say, oh, people are too negative and too mean to the Canucks. I'm just saying, like, that's such a weird way to look at everything. Is just like a something as simple as, yeah, well, the store is full of skate gear now. The team store. Oh, they're, they're just trying to make money off it. It's like, yeah, obviously. Like, what did you expect? It's an NHL team. I, anyways, yeah, I don't know. No, I'm with you. Just uh, for some reason, I was really bothered by that. I, I was think, like, are you kidding me? Yeah, and Kevin says here in the chat, I like the new one, honestly. A, a little bit of a different view. I think that there was a, there's a video that was kind of from ice level, and I tell you, the the, the red and yellow really pops on the ice. As, uh, Commander Vander's back in the chat for update anyone, by the way. <laughs> Apologies. Apologies. Uh, but um, it looks, a, I mean, it looks a little more sleek, I think, without that white background behind the Canucks part of it. But on the ice yesterday, I think no complaints about it for sure. Uh, and you're going to see this a lot. How many more games? 10 more games? I think it's 11 of the final 22 home games now, if you include yesterday's game. Yes. 11 of the final 22 are going to be wearing the black skate. Yes. So, is that too much? Is that too little? Is it It's strange to kind of take half of the games for the remainder of the second half of the season? That's a lot. But also, it's like, I don't think it's too much either. I think it's, I think it's like a kind of, uh, you know, it's like the porridge. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's... It's a good amount of games to wear this, I think, at home. I didn't see anything for the road games either. No uh, no Canucks jerseys on the road. The no, skate. no okay. they won't be doing that. Um, softball jumped in the chat and said, has any other NHL team had three primary logos? That's your homework. Because I can't think of it off the top of my head. Like I don't think there's any team that's at had At one three. time in a season? Um, Is that what we're I don't think that's what he meant. I think he meant in general. Okay, well, obviously there's been some shifts to something. Yeah, there must be. Really? Yeah, I would think so. Try and think of one. Like the Colorado Avalanche, maybe? I almost thought that's that's one that jumped to my mind right off the top there. But yeah. I don't think they have. And, like, you can't you can't count the Devils when they were uh, Kansas City. You can't count that. Okay. That's, not, that's different. That's a relocation. Columbus Blue Jackets have mixed in a couple different looks. Yeah, but it's always been that Same star. Kind. Sure, you're that's right. Yeah, the Canucks logo. logos have definitely been very different. I'll say that for sure. And I'm not... Like, let's even say that the Orcas... The Orca with the lettering in the Orca mm-hmm. from the Navy jerseys, those all count as just the Orca. Yeah, not a different primary logo. I, I don't know. It's a yeah, uh, uh, sensitive orca in the, uh, in the chat. Speaking of orcas, no more talk. It no more talk. It talk today. Do you say that ten times fast? No, later on in the show. We got uh, some there's of that later on. like two reports out there that he's going to be announced on Monday. Yep, lots of stuff to get to yeah. uh, later in the show. But uh, Abbotsford as well lost last night. Uh, tough one in overtime. There they fought back in the two nothing game. There, a lot of good stuff out there. For the Abbotsford Canucks with that young group out there. And Archer Silov has been a great example of the team kind of coming together uh, right now to play in front of one of these young players. And they've, they've, they've obviously had a lot of, of guys step up into this position and, and make it a really fun time out there in Abbotsford. I know a lot of people in our chat here have gone out to Abbotsford, have been able to watch the games. Tell you what, 
If you've been out to Abbotsford, you've watched the games. You've probably seen this guy have a three-point night because he's been ripping it up this year. Christian Willane now joining us here from the Abbotsford Canucks, defenseman for the Abbotsford Canucks, AHL All-Star. Christian, how you doing, man? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I have to say, in introducing guests, that might have been my most seamless one that I've done up to this point. So props to myself on that one. Uh, Christian, It's uh, it's been an exciting time for the Abbotsford Canucks. I think a lot of people that are fans of this whole organization are really starting to take notice with the type of hockey that you guys are playing out there, what's going on with the new coach, Jeremy Carlton, and you know, looking at point totals, you're one of the players that they're kind of excited about as well. Just in general, you come here to a new organization. How has this gone in your eyes so far up to this point in the season? Uh, it's been fun. It's been fun um, from an individual standpoint just to play hockey again. Uh, it's been a couple of years since I've uh, kind of established or, or earned a little bit of trust from the staff. And, um, you know, just to play meaningful minutes and play meaningful hockey, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun individually. And then as a team, um, I think all the players enjoy playing for JC and his staff. And, um, I mean, anytime you're winning hockey games and playing good hockey, it's uh, – it's good vibes in the locker room, so it's been a lot of fun to this point. And I think uh, the cool thing is that we feel we're we're just getting started, and we're all hungrier for uh, even more success. So everybody can see the points, but what's one thing about your game that you think you've improved on that people maybe haven't seen? I'm just playing. Honestly, I just I I think uh, I think if I if I earn the right to to play meaningful minutes, as I always say, and uh, earn the right to to be put out there in situations I think that I'm gonna you know give the chance uh, uh, the team chance to win uh, so I don't really think I've changed a lot other than being given the opportunity um, and, and when I'm given the opportunity obviously the confidence grows a little bit with each rep and uh, obviously playing with great players as I've been fortunate enough to do so uh, so far this year helps a lot too with with putting up a couple points on the board. 
You mentioned your coach, Jeremy Carlton, out there, obviously, to be in the situation that you're in right now of playing power play, playing, you know, top pairing minutes, penalty kill, everything. Got to be a lot of trust there from Jeremy, who's, you know, jumping back into a situation to be a head coach here in the AHL. It's a big spot just down the road from the big club as well. So I'm sure that there's, you know, probably some pressure in his eyes on what he can do with this team. What are you liking about Jeremy right now on this team? Because it feels like, like I've followed this Abbotsford and Utica team for the past few years. Something about your guys' support just in the defensive zone and moving the puck up, helping in the corners, but also like seeing just like defensemen being the right position. Like I feel like there's a good structure that's being given out by Carlton that you guys are following. And like, I see periods where you guys are, you know, allowing three, four shots on net. And I'm just, just thinking like, you guys must be happy with how like the defensive play is working out there in Abbotsford. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a credit to JC obviously for his structure and um, how prepared he has us for each game. Uh, but more than anything, I think from a defensive standpoint, how hard our forwards work. And again, that's, that's taught to them by JC, by Alms, by Ags. Um, but it's their work ethic and their uh, tracking back and they're stopping in the right spots and they're five back. You know, uh, It's the little details that we've really been able to kind of dial in on. And I think that's why we've had a little bit of success as of late. Um, I think at the beginning of the year, just like any time, you know, uh, a new coach, new group of guys, it's going to take you a little bit to get things going. Um, but as I said in the beginning of the year, we were, we were playing good hockey. We just weren't coming away with, uh, the right results um, and the more we've been able to dial in those small details and and play as a group play defensive first and um, the offense has just been coming lately and in turn the the wins have been coming so uh, again credit to JC and his staff for just having us prepared there's never a doubt in our mind what our what our job is and even on a night like last night we had a terrible first period um, credit to Calgary they came out and played really hard but um, JC came in. He's not a he's not a yeller. He's not a screamer, which is good for this day and age. I don't think anybody really responds to that well anymore. Um, but he came in. He gave us a stern talking to. So that's got not good enough. And um, we were prepared before the game, and all he had to do was give us a reminder, and we came out and played the second and third period uh, to our level. What was your reaction to uh, going to the AHL All Star game? You're going to be going. Yeah, it's it's exciting. I think. Uh, I've said it a few times since kind of uh, being told that I'm going to go. It's, uh, it's a weird thing because it's an individual award and a team sport. Um, so really, I'm just representing the Abbotsford Canucks. I know my name might be on it, but it's, uh, it's a team award. You know, I, as I said, I, I, I've been fortunate enough to play with some really good power play units this year. Uh, my five-on-five five points, it's kind of been up and down the lineup. It's not just one line that I'm getting them with. It's been uh, first line to fourth line, so... Again, all credit goes to my teammates and, and the staff for kind of putting me in the the positions I've been in, and um, I have a lot of assists. So obviously, somebody's putting them in the net. So credit to the guys around me. Are you able to get any uh, tips for? I believe Laval is where the All Star game is. Is Guillaume helping you out or uh, Vinny? I know Vinny's probably got a lobster fishing spot for you out there to go check out or something. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, they said if you need a plus one, they'll come with me. So uh, maybe I'll bring them both with me. But at the same time, we're uh, I think we're in San Jose to end the, our road trip next oh. week, and I go right to Laval on a red eye. So I'll uh, I'll assume that they're going to want the rest, and uh, I'll, I'll give them the rest, and I'll meet up with the boys after the the trip. Sounds good. That's going to be a tough ass for you to go and play some three on three after that trip, man. Jeez. Uh, but a lot of players yeah. on this on this team, I think. Canucks fans are pretty excited about to see some of these young guys stepping in and really having a big year. I mean, the Swedish House Mafia line we've heard about uh, from Vasily Podkolz about the nickname there. A lot of young guys like Danila Klinovich. But I want to ask you about 
the goaltender who just set the record for the most, and I know it's, listen, it's two years, it's not a crazy record to break, but for Archer Seelovs to do what he's doing at 21 years old, um, as a defenseman, to know that he's the guy behind you and what he's doing at such a young age, what can you, what can you say about what he's been able to do this season? Yeah, he's been playing great hockey. I think, uh, I think he's been getting better every day, uh, whether it be playing the puck, helping us defensemen out a little bit, um, his confidence in talking to us. And I, I'm not going to pretend like I know what it takes for a goalie to make it, but I know it's probably the hardest position in hockey to make it in and be a good one. Um, so really, as I said, if we're playing good hockey and we're doing the right things defensively, um, hopefully we'll only be dependent upon him for one or two big saves a night, and he's been making those as of late. So, again, I'm not I'm not a goalie expert. I, I don't pretend to be a goalie expert. Uh, but when they're making big saves and keeping us in games, uh, whether we're, we're playing good or not, um, you notice it, and, and we've noticed him a lot this year so far. And um, I think this experience playing on a winning team will be good for him. Well, I'm very anti-goalie, so I think if you're thick enough and you can lift that glove up and down, you'll be all right. But I know Quads is a goalie. He doesn't love that talk. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, another player I want to ask about, um, it, it's it's an interesting spot. We, we've loved to kind of, you know, fans have loved the nickname of that Swedish House Mafia line, but there's been games where that trio comes together, and I feel like the puck, like, as a defenseman, you're probably excited because you're like, hey, I'm not defending. We're just hanging out in the offensive zone. Uh, how cool is it when that trio kind of gets going for you guys? Yeah, they just are so good down low. They're so good at possessing the puck, protecting the puck, uh, using each other. Obviously, to compare them to the City and Twins is is a stretch. Being uh, Those are two Hall of Famers and two of the best to ever play. But um, I think just being around them and watching them all the time and, and having the open line of communication with them is, is a plus. And, and the way they play, you know, um, having Niels down, Hoggy down, and, and kind of picking Carl back up and getting Carl going a little bit. Um, it's been really great for our team. And as you said, it's it's a lot of fun when, when they're out there on the ice because, you know, you just stand on the blue line and uh, cycle it back low for them, let them go back to work and, and just get open for the next opportunity. So uh, we have a, a ton of good players, a lot of good line combinations uh, from first line to fourth line. And unfortunately even the guys who haven't been playing so much so um we have a lot of talent a lot of hard-working guys a lot of and it's been a lot of fun to play with this group of guys so far and uh the Swedish house mafia is just uh, a little cherry on top with uh being able to put that line together we've heard a lot about the Sedins being out there in Abbotsford this season what can you tell us about you know just getting to be around those guys and the work they've been doing out there I mean I I'm uh I just love hockey right so uh, whether it be hockey history, uh, hockey legends, anything of that nature. So to have two guys like that that are uh, willingly taking their time to, to be on the ice for for us, with, and that goes for all the development guys, uh, all 25 of them, however many we have out there, uh, it's a credit to them for just being human. Like they're, they're the coolest guys to just be around. There's no ego. There's no talking down. Uh, they'll compliment you. They'll, they'll give you a – um, advice and again coming from two Hall of Famers and two of the best to ever put on a Vancouver jersey. It's uh it's really cool to have them out there. We we're actually talking about it at lunch. Like I'm like, are they like what do you guys talk about in Swedish? I was sitting with Swedish House Mafia at lunch. And, <laughs> like are they different in Swedish or are they equally as nice just in all languages? Because it's I, I again I can't really say enough good things about how uh, just welcoming and, and inviting and nice they are and, and it's really cool that they take their time their own time to spend time with us and uh, contribute to the organization in uh, more ways than they did than just uh, 
all their games and all their points and all their uh, accolades. One of the names that we've heard about a lot from that development team as well uh, is Mackenzie Braid, the skating coach. And I think a lot of people know what Mackenzie's mom does with some of the, the best hockey players in the world. But we've also heard a lot of praise towards what Mackenzie Braid does with you guys as a skating coach. What can you speak about that part of the development group there with what he can kind of bring to this group? Yeah, I haven't had a whole lot of uh, individual time with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm jealous of that because I think uh, that means my days as a prospect are probably numbered. <laughs> Uh, or maybe my skating's just good enough. I don't yeah, know. Let's go with that. Go with that one. <laughs> yeah, I'll decide how I want to take that one later. But uh, I, I, I've just been talking to the young guys because I do like that skating stuff. I think it's, I think it's great. I think anytime you can, uh, whether it's going to affect you right away or just make you more confidence with, in the way you skate or your edges or your abilities, um, I think it's great. And uh, in talking to the guys that use him, the younger guys that are out there with him a lot. Um, it's a great resource for us to have. And, um, I heard the way that he teaches is great. So, um, you know, just the American league, it's supposed to be a development league. Sometimes it doesn't really feel like that. Um, but having guys like him and the Sedins around and all the, the development staff that they put around us, um, is exactly what, uh, what the league's supposed to be used for in my opinion. Yeah. Kristen, you've brought up a few times in the conversations that I've had with you, whether it be post game or even down here in Vancouver and you're here for that <laughs> practice and, now here you've mentioned it as well, like you're just a hockey guy. So I got to ask, like with with yourself, like your dad played in the NHL. You've, I'm sure you've been around the game a long time. It feels like you, you eat, breathe, and sleep hockey. What are some of like the, the the things you've collected throughout the years from hockey that like, do you have anything cool that you want to tell us? Like what is something cool that you've had like in your life of hockey? I feel like you've been around it for so long. Do you collect anything? Like do you keep anything, any keepsakes from, from the game of hockey? I think the coolest stuff I have would be like my, some of my dad's old Quebec Nordique jackets mm. and, you know, some of his Stanley Cup memorabilia. Uh, I just as a kid, you know, I'm wearing his Stanley Cup champs snapback that he was wearing in the <laughs> locker room when they're celebrating with beer and champagne. I'm wearing that to middle school. Yeah. Uh, I probably didn't realize how cool it was at the time. <laughs> uh, but looking back on it, that stuff's uh, pretty special. And my dad's, uh, my dad keeps his Stanley Cup ring in a Ziploc bag in the spice drawer at home. <laughs> So, uh, hopefully they'll probably have to rehide that, but the point is he doesn't really, uh, it's in the past for him, yeah. uh, which has kind of been a lesson to me about, uh, being humble, you know? Uh, so I don't keep a whole lot. I think the only thing I've ever had signed is I have one signed stick from Eric Carlson, who was my first D partner, mm. um, when I entered the NHL. So that was my first, uh and probably only thing that I've ever had signed by a teammate, which I think would is, would be pretty cool. And then for me individually, I guess my national championship ring and, and hopefully add another ring to the, the collection at some point. Uh, but other than that, yeah, just cool, cool team gear, little things like that, but nothing, uh, nothing too crazy. So we, we've had a lot of conversations with guys from the outside Canucks last season on this show, this season on this show. I haven't really had a chance to ask, has anyone challenged, Vinny Arsenault for the most talkative guy this season? Because you weren't here last year, but everyone just said, like, this guy would not stop talking, not stop talking. It was a story after story. I, I did an article for the AHL last year where I talked about fishing, and I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, talk to Vinny. And it was like 45 minutes later, I knew everything it felt like there was to know about lobster fishing, dive fishing, everything about fishing in Quebec. Has anyone challenged Vinny for the motormouth net yet in the locker room? Uh, I, I haven't paid too close uh, to who's leading that leaderboard. Uh, but he's definitely a, a source of entertainment for us in the locker room. And um, I think we just have a great group of guys. You know, like I said, winning helps 
any any locker room. Uh, but I think we have a, a great deal of respect for everyone in that locker room, and everyone's got a voice. And I'm um, obviously having a, a 22, I think Chase is 22, 21 maybe, a young captain. You know, it helps for um, just the camaraderie of the locker room, and we're all kind of built up behind Chase. And as I said, everybody has their own voice, everybody has their own personality, and I think that allows guys to just feel comfortable at the rink and in turn play uh, their best version of hockey. So. It's been a it's been it's been truly a, a great year to this point, and uh, the vibes are high, and hopefully they'll continue to get higher. So we love to hear. And for for people that haven't been out to an Abbotsford game yet, you know, you guys just played against the Wranglers last night. It's going to be three and four for you guys against them. What are you expecting this weekend, man? If people haven't been to an Abbotsford game, why should they come out this weekend to see what you guys are doing out there? Well, I think it's uh, it's a fun weekend because Calgary's uh, Calgary's a team that I think we'll see again. Mm-hmm. Um, assuming both teams go far in playoffs, they're uh, they're a great hockey team. They're well coached, and I think the same thing about us. I think that we have great structure. I think that uh, our forward group, when they're playing the way that they're playing, is a really tough group to play against. Uh, as I said, first line to fourth line, we have guys that are going to get in on the forecheck, possess the puck. Um, our demon when we're playing our best version of ourselves we're we're moving the puck them right away keeping it simple and uh, when you do those small little things and those small details continue to add up then the big plays come then the the seams open up the the you have the podsy goal like yesterday we're just playing hockey doing the right things and all of a sudden podsy opens up some space for himself um the the bainsy tire you know like that that line goes to work for 30 40 seconds down low and uh again a seam opens up because of their hard work and we're able to tie the game up and um I th- again i think when we play the right way we're a really good team and to give credit to jc again and his staff for being us for putting us in a situation where we're prepared and a credit to, to our forwards like I, I i say it to them all the time when our forwards are playing like they play i truly believe that we can beat anybody in this league um and it's it's pro hockey it's hard to do it on a night-to-night basis but more times than not we've been doing it this year and uh, it's just been a lot of fun to play with them. So, Absolutely. We'll close out with this. There's been a couple of hidden gems that I've found pregame before I'm coming out there to cover you guys. Broduras has been one of them. Lou's has been another one. Give me a restaurant that you found, Christian, that you've liked out there. In Abbey? Yeah, Abbey around here, BC anywhere. What have you found that you've liked? Hidden gem if you got it. Oh, uh, I think... Vancouver specifically, I'll go Miku, the sushi spot right there on the water mm-hmm. by the uh, Pacific Rim Hotel. Yeah. I know that's uh, that's a higher-end meal. I'm not going there on a weekly basis, but uh, <laughs> on special occasions, that's definitely my – if I'm down in van, that's my spot. Uh, I've been there a couple times this year. It's been phenomenal. Down in Abbey, oof. I, I've been trying to cook a lot this year, trying okay. to grow up a little bit uh, in a few areas of life, so I've been cooking <laughs> a lot of dinners at home. Um. I went to a little breakfast spot, Anne Marie's Cafe. Okay, you guys ever heard of that? Haven't heard of that one. No, I think it's Anne Marie's Cafe or Anne Marie's Diner, something like that. Small little diner, small vibes, like probably 20, 20 seats in there. I went and sat down, had a little me time the other day. That was a nice, nice little experience. Um, yeah, so that's probably the only answer I could give you guys. I'll uh, Maybe I'll start do do some exploring, and I'll get back to you so I can give you a better answer. But I'll that's all you. I got for you right now. It's I think it's something like fifty different sides down at Brodeur's, and they're famous for like the deli sandwiches. Brodeur's a good one. Lose for wings, couple of good ones there for you, anyways, Christian. But we appreciate you learning how to yeah, cook as well. Yeah, I'll have to get on that wing spot. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Well, hey, we appreciate uh, you joining us here. 
Great chat here with you, Christian. Wishing you all the luck at the All-Star Game. Rest of the season, this weekend, everything, man. This has been great, and thanks for taking the time. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. There he is, Christian Willane. HL All-Star, Christian Willane, joining us, uh, courtesy of our friends over at Zephyr Epic. Uh, Over at Zephyr Epic, you can use promo code HockeySeason, capital H, capital S, all one word, HockeySeason. That will give you $5 off your order, and they also have free... Free shipping. There you Excuse go. Excuse me. Almost you like free your, delivery. Yeah, I knew your delivery Free stuff. shipping on any order over $50 uh, Canada-wide from? From Abbotsford. Nice. To? Oh, no. I can't think of an A off the top hey, of my head. Uh, Air Dry. Air Dry, Alberta. Okay, tell or us Air about Dry, Alberta. Air, I don't Air know dry. anything about it. I've, uh, I used to drop some packages off there when I was working uh, as a hotshot driver in uh, in Alberta, which hotshot doesn't mean anything about me driving fast or anything. It's just that's what it uh, you, you deliver. I'm not going to say it. I almost said uh, you deliver medals. And I almost said what I was going to say was because this, this is what I did a lot of. The hell gonna, are you talking no, people about? are going to take this the wrong way, but this is what I was going to say. When I was in Alberta, I was delivering pipe. Okay, that's what I was doing <laughs> a lot of. That's what I was trying. You were, that's, I meant it in a literal way. A lot of the things that I delivered when I was there in the rigs driving stuff around was pipe. I was driving. I was delivering pipe for that up and out in Grand Prairie. But that's oh why I didn't want to say it. But you suckered it out of me there. Oh my god! So I okay. used to go to Airdrie a few times. Thank you, Mark. Airdrie. Anytime you had to lay the pipe, you went to Airdrie. Yeah, delivering um, pipe to Airdrie. Okay. Look at this. This is another one going in the collection here. Hey, Electrode. One of my newest uh, original one fifty one <laughs> heading into the collection. Um, Zephyr Epic. I wasn't going to say it. Christian's Zephyr. still on the line on that. Yeah. Well, I'm sure if he is, he's, he's having a good uh, good laugh about yeah, this let's one. Let's not bring him back in. Okay. Um, <laughs> Zephyr Epic, uh, they've got the retail location in Surrey. Go check them out. Um, uh, Z-E-P-H-Y-R Epic. I'm heading out com. there uh, end of the month. I'm going out to, to Zephyr. They're, we got another little thing going. They're going to give us a couple box of cards, and every time we do it, we'll open up some cards. On the show live here. Yep. I don't know why you... <laughs> I try and come in here and just have a good serious <laughs> hockey show every every Matt, day with you. Matt in the chat said, why is he showing Pokemon? Because they got Pokemon in yeah. Zephyr Epic. I think Matt's new, yeah, new Matt around here. New here. Matt, uh, my co-host here is collecting all of the original uh, 150, it is? 151. Yeah, 151 uh, Pokemon. Working he's, on it. He's got a lot. Um <laughs> No, Jeffro in the chat said, I take a minute to text my customer and come back to find you guys talking about laying the pipe. What's going on? Uh, Jeffro, just to sum it up, Chris was talking about his time in Alberta. <laughs> no, I was, <laughs> that's what I was. I was delivering pipe. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I was, I'd put him in the back of the Raptor. I'd take put the Raptor Put him in the back. Out. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're done. This, Rick Talkett's coming. Yeah. <laughs> A lot yeah. of reports out there. A lot of reports that Rick Tockett is going to be doing a delivery of his own no, when don't. he gets to Vancouver. Um, I, I am curious in all seriousness, and yeah. people, you know, you know what? Like people in the chat were were asking us to talk about Tockett, and you know, there's not much to say as of now. It seems like he's going to be the coach. Um, now there's kind of whispers and reports out kind there. Of a day that being put out there now. It could be as soon as Monday when we weren't really sure. Um, when he was going to get here. But one thing I'm curious about, Chris, and we heard Sergey Gonchar's name thrown out there in some sort of role. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like behind the bench. Sounds like some sort of thing. 
eye in the sky type of situation. Listen, this is what I talked yeah. about. Scott Niedermeyer being maybe for the Canucks as a good example, but yeah, well, uh, Gonchar. Well, to further to that, Chris, uh, people are saying there's also there also is just whispers out there that Talkit might be bringing his own coaching staff along. Mm-hmm. And again, when you look at how the penalty, who's in charge of the penalty kill on the uh, Vancouver Mike Canucks Yo. bench? Mike Yo. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people complaining about the penalty kill, uh, and hey, and like, for good reason. Did the Canucks look a little bit better when Bradshaw was here? Probably. Mm, they did get billed out a lot by Thatcher Demko. Penalty but kill wasn't that much better. No, exactly. And again, like that's the thing is people. I know people right since Bradshaw did that interview when he arrived here, people were like, he's going to save the franchise. Bradshaw's impact wasn't that substantial last mm. year as, as people make it out to be. But again, I was working at 650 at the time of that interview and the text box was unreal. <laughs> yeah, like, people were like, oh my gosh, Quinn, yeah. Quinn Hughes is going to be unlocked <laughs> into the most incredible defenseman of all time. And I'm just sitting there like, yeah, he's, I think he's going to help. <laughs> like I can't. Uh... Anyways. Yeah. This uh, sounds like Rick Tockett. Uh, the rumor going around right now is kay. Monday taking over. Before Canucks have back to back on Friday, Saturday, before we close out here, uh, Knucklehead jumped in the chat and said with Faber's pipe. Okay. I got the, I'll get the band list back out here. You guys keep playing with this. <laughs> <laughs> with Faber's pipe and Quasols. They're an unstoppable duo. With Rick Tockett coming here, I wonder if Vasily Podkolzin's coming back to the NHL to play with Tockett. I don't think uh, Pod Colson has much more to gain in the AHL. Just saying. Yeah, well, you've been saying that for a while. Yeah, so it so is I really interesting. With Tockett to coming, about. it'll be interesting. But here's the thing. Let me, let me get this out. I don't think Niels Huglander will be coming back to the NHL unless his team is beleaguered with injuries to the forward group or we see some trades that open up multiple spots in the top nine. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think they like what's going on with Huglander down there in the AHL. Uh, also, quickly, um, Fartgate last night. Ah. The Canucks had an off day today, so I wasn't able to go ask. Uh, people are saying it was Colin Delia's skate mm. that made I'll that talk sound. To him about it. Yeah, well, you can't. You can't talk to him on game days. Goalies aren't allowed to talk on game days. And right. if you run a story, <laughs> you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get some people upset with you. I'll tell All you. Right, that. I'll talk to a defense. But I'm talk not to gonna, somebody on the ice. No, you you got to get it from the horse's mouth. You I gotta was talk in the, to Delia. Uh, the next practice, it looks like is gonna be either Sunday. Mm. Well. We'll see what happens on Sunday. Might not be a day where we can just go, hey, Colin, tell us about this thing that happened on Thursday or Wednesday night. Yeah. Anyways, um, overtime shootout. You wrote this story for Canucks Army. Yeah, uh, let's get the poll question up real quick. Here. Oh, I forgot we had a poll question. Wow, we really got to hurry here. Okay, we're, we're strapped for time. We talked talked about nah, laying the pipe a little it. too much. Word of the day. Someone got word of the day? Yeah. Good. Okay, our poll question today, and say the word of the day before I go. I, I don't think I said it right the first time. Be- beleaguered? Yeah. Beleaguered? Sounds right. By leaguer? I think you had it the first time. Yeah. Uh, okay. I've heard the word before. I just never, I, it's not in my vocabulary. I'm working on it though. Our poll question today brought to you by the great folks over at Atlas Goods. Go to atlasgds.com. Use promo code CC15 for 15% off your first order of pop rinds. These are the best fresh pork rinds straight from your microwave or air fryer. Our poll question today, oh, how no, would you no. like the NHL to handle overtime? Hot button topic as of late, my dear yeah, co-host. Well, we're not going to spend much time. Here. Five minutes of three on three in a shootout. Ten minutes of three on three. Five minutes of four on four. And then three on three. And as always, I'm angry. Uh, Chris, so far. Let's see what Alex does here. Yeah, let's see what Alex does. But we're strapped for time. we got to hurry. Um, he's, he's, the, Alex is a Alex thinker. Alex really he takes, taking his time. He's, he's, he's on a couple different polls over here. Uh, you talked about this with Elias Peterson. This all obviously coming off Connor McDavid's interview that he did. Yep. Um, where he be, What did he say about it? Uh, he said it's a... 
a crappy, crappy way, to, way finish to, a game, to finish a game, which yeah. is the most personality an NHL player has shown in an interview in a long time. Yeah. Um, and of course, he was ripped for this by a bunch of people, which mm-hmm. is. Hilarious. But anyways, um, you asked Elias Patterson about it uh, the other day as Alex voted for five minutes of four on four, then some three on three. Uh, we've seen different things thrown around. You know what I like? It's not in this poll question. It hasn't been discussed a lot. Brian Burke threw it out when he was an analyst on Hockey Night in Canada. Mm-hmm. He threw out, I want to start with uh, f- or like two minutes or whatever, a five on five, then a horn goes, then it's four on four, then it's three on three, then it's two on two, then it's one on one. I've, and you yeah, can't use the same thought. skater again. It is so delightfully so complicated. Crazy. I would, I would love it. I would yeah. love to see that. Even if it's just something they do at the All-Star game, It'd I would love some, to see it's that. It's something like this that you can try at the AHL level. It's like what yeah. you you know this being a baseball guy too. They you know they try things in the minor leagues. Hey, they tried the robot the pitch umps clock. in AAA this year. Robot umps. They did the, the pitch clock. That worked. They got it back. So Pitch clock looked great at Nat Bailey. Go. I got to tell well, you. I think we'll spend a little bit more time on this maybe to, like on a slower day. Tomorrow might be a good day because uh, yeah, I'd sure. like to get Harm's opinion on it. Uh, as well, so maybe we'll just kind of table this uh, this poll question a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but our get poll to, question, you well, quickly a little prospect stuff, and then we'll get to the betway here. Yep, uh, betway, betway. Why, why is Quads in such a hurry? It's ironic that he's in a hurry, and this is the poll question. It's it's his weekend. I want overtime to go forever. <laughs> I want it to just keep going until there's a winner. But here, Alex, you voted for four on four, then three on three. I saw somebody in the reply to this tweet was like, "I don't want something breaking up." The four on four and three on three, but I thought it was kind of interesting because you have a countdown for four on four in its own right that you kind of have to follow. So why are you voting five minutes of four on four then three on three? Well, I don't want a shootout. Yeah, and uh, I don't want ten minutes of three on three. I want, you know, I want as much. I guess if if the only option is four on four, I want five on five like the playoffs. Hmm. If the next best choice for me was. Four and four, and then three on three. I I think I I like the idea of the four on four to three on three. If they were able to somehow, like the person said in the reply that I do I do agree with this. I think having a break. I I don't. Lo- I wish that there was a way to transition from four on four to three on three as you're like playing type of thing. But I don't think there's a way to do it. No. I don't know. I I don't like the shootout. I, I'm yeah. With I'm good. Here. I think we're all in the. You're and, you're anti shootout too, Alex. Yeah. Just like get rid of shootout. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the shootout. Just, just yeah. like I'm not a fan of the three on three for the same reason. Like it just it it feels like uh, whoever turns over the puck first basically loses. Yeah, and that's we'll talk about it more tomorrow. That's why I, I think know. the ten minutes yeah, makes it difficult because exactly. like you would really be patient in picking your spots. When I like the five minutes, I think that's why I like the idea of the five on five of four on four then three because I feel like you don't like you won't take that extra time because that's what Patterson talked about when I talked about this with him uh, just yesterday and he was saying like teams would be a little bit less offensive they would be a little bit more structured at three on three Mm -hmm. which uh, I don't know maybe the Canucks won't but somebody will Uh, also you mentioned how many times uh, Wallanen said structure in in that conversation pre-structure down in Abbotsford Betway I'll chat more with this uh, with Harm tomorrow because we're going to need some time All right, Betway 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 here we go what do we got Betway Uh, no Canucks game tonight instead We've got some Betway bets, which I completely forgot. Uh, Alex Ovechkin or Evgeny Kuznetsov to score one plus one or more goals over there on Betway. Ten dollar bet return you fourteen forty four. I love those either ors on Betway. Betway. Betway minus two twenty five on Betway. So a ten dollar bet on Betway will make that fourteen forty four Betway. Uh, then the big one, the Betway folks. I get an email. I open it up and it says Betway. 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 Stop doing these big bets. Betway, and then it's signed by Betway, and I say nope. Capitals to win, 
over 6.5 total goals. Because get, I don't know if you have, uh, I don't think we have, I uh, deleted already, but yesterday's bet, double hit. Boom, we hit on wow. both yesterday. Uh, but the Capitals to win over 6.5 total goals, Alex Ovechkin and Clayton Keller to score a goal. You put $10 down on Betway, 130 return over on Betway, Betway. Betway, those are our bets of the day on Betway. Thanks to plus. the good folks at Betway there. Betway. Oh, here, here's yesterday's. There, nailed both. Yeah, Pedersen, Pedersen, Pedersen had and six shots. Yep. And what happened in the game? Comes down to it. Listen to this, quads. Okay. The Lightning, they're going to win this game no matter what. What's the score near the end? 4-2. So, 4-2. That's six goals. So, we're in the under there. What happens at the very end? Kucherov to Stamkos for the over on goals and Kucherov's second point in the game. That empty netter last night. Anybody that followed the bets was loving that empty netter last night because it put the over on the goals and it gave Kucherov a second point. It was also Thank a historic much, hat trick for yeah, Steven Samkos. Betway. The night he scored his 500th goal. Anyways, Quickly, we got to I had a friend yesterday who came from the island to uh, to visit and watch this game. He's a Lightning fan. Uh, and he So they score so fast, he gets number 500. He sends me a text. Says, I'm, up, I'm up in the press box, and he's actually right underneath of us. Um, and he says, the text is like, man, I think I can get the, the last ferry home if I leave right now. Like, I've, I'm here to see Stamkos get 500. I got it. But he didn't end up leaving. He stayed, so he saw all three goals. Good. And shout out to his two daughters. I'm not going to say their names because they're children. I'm not sure if he wants to. But it was their uh, their first hockey game. I went and visited them nice. uh, in the game, and they were having a good time. They were very excited. His two young daughters uh, excited for the game. So that very was cool nice. to see them. Okay, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, for my co-host, Chris Faber, our technical producer, Alex Lard. Our thanks to Christian Willanden and, of course, the great folks at Zephyr Epic for presenting Christian to us as our oh, guest. Oh, good Zephyr folks. Uh, my name is David Quadrelli. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Canucks Conversation. From Abbotsford Air Drive, Lane Thanks for listening to Canucks Conversation. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.